Acts chapter 16. And I really wanted to share this with you yesterday, but time would not permit, so uh, it must have been meant for today. Acts chapter 16 and verse number 24. This was when Paul and Silas were thrown into the prison for preaching the gospel. And the Bible said, Who having received such a charge, they thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's bands were loosed. And uh, the Philippian jailer ended up getting saved. I'm not going to read the whole text. But I am titling this lesson today, Pain Time is Praise Time. Pain Time is Praise Time. Look at this spectacle with me, if you will. God's servants, Paul and Silas, the great men of God, locked up for doing what was right put in prison for doing what God called them to do. My friends, sometimes this road is not easy that we call the Christian journey. And there are times that we experience things that, that we would hope that we could avoid, such as imprisonment and might I add such as sickness and, and, and suffering and, and pain and things like that. But look what God's doing. Do you remember Romans 8:28? And we know that all things work together for good. It didn't say all things are good. It did say all things work together for good. Amen. Any of you that bake a good tasting cake knows that you don't eat the ingredients separate from one another. If you tried to eat the flour by itself, you'd choke. Amen. There's a lot of ingredients that go into baking a cake, and each of those individual ingredients by themselves may not taste so good. But by the time you put them together, and by the time you mix them, and by the time you put them in the oven at the right temperature for the right amount of time, guess what? You have something that tastes good. And God, my God is able to take all of your mess, all of your problems, all of your sicknesses, and pain and disappointments and discouragements, mix them together into His sovereign will and bake a cake for you to enjoy. God can do that for you today. And I want to encourage you that today, pain time needs to be praise time. Now, I'm not preaching something that I have not personally had to practice and put into place in my own life. I have learned, and it's not always easy because the flesh does not want to cooperate, but I have learned that the best time to praise God is when you least feel like it. Somebody say amen this morning. And so I want to speak faith into my church family today. You're going through some pain right now. You're going through some hardship. 
hardship right now. You're going through some of you got the uh, the vaccine and you wasn't supposed to get the COVID again, but here you are and you're going through some stuff you don't understand why you're going through. You've been serving God. You've been faithful. You've been tithing. You've been giving. You've been sacrificing. And here you are on the bed of affliction. You might be asking yourself, what did I do wrong? I'm not, I'm not, I want to discourage you from asking the question, what did I do wrong? And instead ask the question, what can I do right now? What can I do right now? Well, of course, if there's unconfessed sin in your life, you need to confess it and forsake it and get it under the blood. Somebody say amen right there. But the next thing you need to do is start lifting up praise to the God of heaven. And here's why. In our text, notice what the Bible said after they began to sing praise and after they prayed. Suddenly, uh, wait, 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 no, no, it's in verse 25, and the prisoners heard them. You see, there are other prisoners. There are other people that see what you're going through. And the way they respond to the invitation of the gospel will depend on how you respond to the invitation of complaining. Did you hear what I just said? They, their response to the gospel will largely depend on how you respond to your invitation to complain. What if Paul and Silas complained instead of lifting up praise to God? Why, I would say not only would they have still been in prison, but that Philippian jailer would not have ended up getting born again. But listen, there are spectators. God has you on display, and it needs to be heard and said by all children of God going through pain, that God is still good, that God is still worthy, that God needs the praise that's due unto His name. Can I get an amen, church? You need to praise God uh, in sickness or in health, for better or for worse. Amen. If we give that covenant to our spouse in marriage, surely to God we can make that kind of a commitment to the King of Kings and to the Lord of Lords, that for better or for worse, in sickness or in Hell, uh, or in hell till death do we uh, do we unite amen surely we can say to God I'm going to praise you when I'm up I'm going to praise you when I'm down but I'm especially going to praise you when I'm down because others are watching and they need to know and see my God deliver me out of all of my trouble for his glory and for my benefit and for their salvation amen so pain time needs to be declared in our lives as praise time. Don't ever let the devil steal your praise. You say, but I don't feel like praising God. Don't matter. The Bible said, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. So you need to praise the God if you still got breath in your body. It might hurt to breathe, but you praise God with your painful breath. And I'm telling you what will happen. The breath of God will come on the scene and change your atmosphere and change your world and bring glory and honor to the one that's worthy of it all. Somebody say amen today. Hallelujah. And so pain time is praise time. Let me go to now quickly 1 Thessalonians 5 and verses 16 through 18. Rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Now, it didn't say for everything give thanks. 
but it did say, in everything, give thanks. That's wonderful because it tells me two things. First, there's not a situation that I'll find myself in that I can't give God thanks while I'm in that situation. And the second thing it tells me is I'm going to get in some things that I wished that I wasn't in. You see, God doesn't give us immunity to trouble, but He does give us prevailing and overcoming power if we will pray right and if we will praise right. Come on, come on, church. Somebody help me and say amen. Uh, Amen, Brother Robert. He said Satan attacks uh, when we're at our weakest. Yes, he does. And he wants you to get the molly grubs. And he wants you to start whining and complaining. But the Bible said uh, that when the people complained, it displeased the Lord. We do not want to displease our God. We want to say, you know what? He's worthy of my praise anyhow. I'm going to praise him anyhow. And you'd be shocked and surprised. Maybe some of you wouldn't because you've already learned this. Uh, but many would be shocked and surprised at how much quicker God will answer their prayer and deliver them when they decide that they're going to praise God in the midst of their situation. So in everything, give thanks. You may not be able to thank God for COVID. You may not be able to thank God for your trial and for your pain, but you can thank God that greater is He who is in me than he that is in the world. You can thank God that we have overcome Him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. You can thank God that you're still living. You can thank God that He saved your wretched soul and you don't have to spend an eternity, uh, a Christless in eternity, uh, eternity in a place called the lake of fire. You can thank God uh, that He's uh, uh, that He's blessed your marriage uh, or that He's blessed your job. Any number of things. You can start thanking God. You just go to figuring out what you can thank God for instead of focusing on on what it is that you're having trouble with. Amen. And I just want to say I thank God uh, that in this trial of affliction that we have been entrusted with as a church. Uh, we've, we've got so far six uh, positively confirmed cases of COVID that I am aware of in our church and likely more to follow. But I'm going to thank God in this trial because uh, the Bible says, Think it not strange concerning this fiery trial, which is sent to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you. Listen, don't think it odd. Don't think it strange that in the midst of a move of God, trouble comes uh, to test our faith. But listen, if there's anybody that should be able to rise to the top, uh, 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 it's is the people of God. We should be able to rise above it because uh, we have been given given the weapons of our warfare, which are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. So, in everything, give thanks. We go on in the book of uh, Ephesians, chapter number 6, and verse number 10. The Bible gives us the instruction to put on the whole armor of God. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Listen. 
For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. You've got to take it. It's not going to jump on you. You've got to deliberately put God's armor on, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Listen, I'm telling you right now, the recipe to victory is putting on the armor of God, praying right, and praising right. It says, stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness. Now, let me ask you a question. Now, some of you are wondering, well, yeah, I've prayed for healing, but I still got the symptoms that I'm sick. Well, let me ask you a question. Uh, when Peter started walking on the water toward Jesus, did he wait till the wind subsided before he started walking? Or did he walk when the symptoms of the storm were still raging in his life? Let me tell you something. God wants us to, te- uh, to teach us a stubborn faith that refuses to take no for an answer because God's Word has already declared us uh, to be overcomers. Uh, and so even even though I do have a, a positive, I don't personally, but even though you may have a, a, a positive COVID test result and you may have the symptoms, you still stand on God's Word and declare that you are healed by the stripes of Jesus until you are completely healed and delivered of that situation. That's what I'm talking about. Put on the armor of God and take it, uh, the, 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 uh, excuse me, girt your loins with truth and stand, having done all to stand on the Word of God. It says, have your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And then it says, above all, taking the shield of faith. It's going to require faith. You're going to have to say, I don't care what the devil says. I don't care what my bank account says. I don't care what my circumstances say. I don't care what my body says. I am believing God. Amen. And you got to take that shield of faith wherewith you shall be able to to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. It didn't say annihilate the darts. It didn't say uh, prevent the darts. It said quench the darts. The darts will come. They will make contact, but they don't have to destroy you if you don't let them destroy your faith. Amen. And so take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. You want God to go fighting for you? Go swinging His sword around. It's called the sword of the Spirit for a reason. Because when God begins to fight your battle, He begins to speak. And He begins to speak His eternal Word. And He has given you, He's entrusted to you the same weapon that He uses to fight your battles. Why, if His Word is good enough for Him to speak and defeat my foes, then His Word's good enough for me to speak and defeat my foes. Because it did start out, let me remind you, put on the whole armor of not Gary Caudle and not you, but the whole armor of 
God. This is God's armor. This is the weaponry that God uses. This is the weaponry that Jesus used in His earthly ministry. And this is the weaponry that He is entrusting us to use. So we must use the Word of God and speak it by faith and be stubborn about it until that mountain comes down. And so then the last thing it says uh, in this great chapter of the armor of God, it says, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Now, let me give you uh, my uh, country boy's way of interpreting this text as I see it through the eye of faith today. It says, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Now, get hooked up to the Holy Ghost and let the Holy Ghost guide your prayers. And let me tell you what the Holy Ghost is going to do. When He starts taking over your prayers, He's going to pray words of faith. He's going to pray the words of God. And if you will be an instrument in His hands. You can pray prayers that will come to be answered because they're guided by the Spirit and through the Word of God. And so you let the Spirit guide your prayers. And then it says, watching thereunto. I believe what that means is once you pray for it, watch for the answer. Anticipate the answer. Eagerly await the answer. I love my Father. I wish I had him in on this call with us today. If there's a man I believe can get a hold of God and do it real quickly, it's my daddy. Uh, and he is a prayer warrior. Uh, one one fellow believer, a brother of mine, described my daddy's praying as if he's t- talks directly into the face of God. And, and, and it's just like that. I called him the other day and asked him to pray for a need. And within a couple hours, the need had already been met. Uh, this man uh, is a man full of the Holy Ghost and prayer and he hooks up. Uh, but Daddy also called me later that day wanting to know if God had already answered the prayer. And I was able to rejoice with him and say, yeah, Daddy, God had already answered your prayer. And you see, he uh, he eagerly anticipated. He watched thereunto with all perseverance. He persevered in his watching. He persevered in his waiting for the answer. He persevered until the answer came. I've had Daddy call me on the same like in like fashion and ask for a uh, ask for a status report, and I say, "Well, Daddy, it hasn't happened yet." And Daddy would get uh, plum mad about it that the prayer ain't come yet. He said, "Under God, I don't know what to. He'll go to praying with more uh, fervor and with more zeal." And he lays. And I'm telling you that I believe is what the Bible's teaching us to do because that leads me to the last and final verse I want to share with you which is in James chapter 5 and verse number uh, 16, where the Bible said, The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Listen, never underestimate a hearty prayer. I'm talking about put your heart into it. Call out to God like your life depended upon it because it actually does. Somebody say amen right there. And so, uh, let me read the, the, the more of the context of that. It says, Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any merry? 
let him sing psalms. Now watch your Bible. Is any among you sick? What do we do if we're sick, church? Does it say call it quits? Does it say accept your sickness as God's will? I'm asking. It says let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him. Listen. Anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And watch what your Bible says. And the prayer of faith shall, not might, not in most cases, not every once in a while, not rarely, but the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up, and if he have committed any sins, they shall be forgiven him. I just read that black and white straight out of the Word of God. I didn't make that up. I just read it from God's Word. And every one of you, no doubt, claim to believe the Word of God. I want to ask you, do you believe these particular words? Then that tells me that God has a solution by which to heal us unconditionally. What I mean by that is if you meet His conditions, you are healed every single time. What are His conditions? Well, He asked for us to call for the elders of the church, let them pray for Him, anoint Him with oil, and it says the prayer of faith shall save the sick. But hey, it gets even better than that. Let me share this with you. There was a time when a man come to Jesus, actually he sent word to Jesus, uh, he had someone at home sick, and he told the Lord, I, I got somebody at home sick. And the Lord said, all right, I'm fixing the head to your house. He said, no need, Lord. I, I, I command soldiers, and all I got to do is speak the word, and they obey. And I know if I can do that, you can do that. All you got to do is speak the word, and my servant's healed. And Jesus said, look at here, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing it in, 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 in country boy language. He said, look at here, y'all. I ain't never seen such faith as this in all the land. And he, the Bible said his son was immediately healed from that selfsame hour. After they got back, they asked, what time did he start getting better? And wouldn't you know, it was exactly at the same time that Jesus spoke the word. I've got good news for COVID patients, uh, hallelujah, that are in quarantine. I don't have to come ha lay my hands on you. Amen. Uh, you can just ask Jesus to speak the word over you and the Lord can even heal you right there and right now where you're at. I'm just encouraging you to just lay hold of it and pray and refuse to take no for an answer based upon the authority of the Word of God. Now I will say this uh, you need to be in right standing with God. If there's sins you need to confess them because prayer does hinder, amen, prayer does hinder, I mean excuse me, uh, sin does hinder prayer and so once you get that sin uh, under the blood, if you're not saved you need to be saved. And if you're saved and out of the will of God, you need to confess and repent of that sin. Once that sin's under the blood, you pray in faith and God will answer your prayer. I'm telling you that God still answers prayer. And I want you to know that if you will, if you will pray right, and if you will praise right, God will come for, through for you. And listen, this don't have to shut us down. Now, I, we're, we're going to make a decision. We are likely leaning towards letting the air clear 
one more service, but we will make that decision at a later date. But until then, I am still standing firm on God's Word, believing that God's going to clear the air for us, that God's going to heal all of you. They, none of you are going to lose your life over this. In Jesus' name, that's what I'm praying and believing God for. And I'm asking my church family to stand in prayer and believe God for the same thing, that this will make us stronger and not weaker, not only physically, but It'll make us stronger spiritually. Amen, church? And so that's my word for you today. That's what I believe God put on my heart. Pain time needs to be prayer time and praise time. You go to giving God glory. And you go to thanking Him in advance for His answer to your prayer. And you watch and see if God don't begin to help things along. Amen? See if God don't begin to lift the burden. And I just want to say, burdens are lifted at Calvary. Amen. I want to thank you for your time today, and I'm going to close this in a word of prayer so you can get about your business. Uh, it's 1228, not too bad. <laughs> so uh, do me a favor as we're praying, or after we pray, be sure you share this and tag somebody that's sick that needs to hear this word of encouragement because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. And I do my dead level best to give you pure words from God Almighty that you can lay hold on and anchor your faith to and watch God work. Amen. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we trust you. We thank you and we praise you. Lord, that in this trial, you and you are going to show forth your mighty works. So we speak the word of God over Washington Heights Baptist Church and all of our extended friends and family and neighbors and community and the city of Thompson and abroad. Dear Father, that you would begin to manifest your power to heal the physical body. And God, that we the Baptists would not be scared of that uh, that uh, that uh, gift of the Spirit called healing. God, that, that's something that you uh, purpose to help us overcome, Lord, uh, the realities of a sin-cursed planet as we serve you. So God, help us to be free and, and not fearful. Lord, help us to be afraid not to believe. Not to be afraid to believe, but to be afraid not to believe. Lord, I'm not worried about what people think about me. I'm worried about what if I don't believe. I better believe. I'm I'm choosing to believe. And sometimes it's a choice, Lord. It's just something we want to just have to decide we're going to do. And God, so we trust you today. I pray for all of our... Uh, all of our confirmed cases, Lord, and the ones that may be confirmed, Linda, Jane, Lord, I pray for Marie, I pray for Nancy, I pray for Bob and Gretchen, I pray for Chris and Kason, Lord, I, I, I pray for Brother Ron and Miss Barbara, I pray for others I may not have mentioned, Lord, that's in our immediate church family, God, that you would begin to minister your power to help them overcome and be healed in the name of Jesus. And may we come out of this stronger. And I pray that you would bless uh, and protect what you have planned for us in the weeks and months to come. So, God, we can do this uh, with wisdom. We can do this with harmlessness. And we can do this with great faith, watching God do great and mighty things. And even in the spite of the fact 
Though we have prayed against this and it's happened anyway, we praise you in it anyway because you know best and you're going to, you have a reason and you're going to work all this together for good somehow, some way, whether we ever get the understanding on this side of heaven or not, when we can't see your hand, oh God, we trust your heart and we thank you and praise you for what you're going to do. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray and ask it. Everybody say amen, and we love you. We thank God for you. Have a blessed day. Stand firm on God's Word. Until next time, this is Pastor Gary signing out. Love you all.